So I was talking with a prospect uh, just here last week, and they were really having a hard time getting around the fact that one of my contentions is that the base for our financial plans should be leverageable. Now, when I'm talking with a client, uh, this is not one of the first things I bring up because a lot of the things that we do is breaking down myths that surround the financial industry and filling in the holes, I think, um, that, that the industry has done a poor job of filling. That is to say that we do spend a lot of time on education before we get into um, sort of the, the, the product details, all that stuff. Um, but this prospect was having trouble understanding why they would want to borrow against their underlying asset. They were very much in the uh, all debt is bad category. Um, and sometimes with the prospects, I'll go one way or the other, depending on how quickly they grasp topics. Sometimes I could go more or less um, uh, complex based on uh, how receptive they are um, to financial topics. Because some people, while they might be smart in other fields like this prospect was uh, and well-credentialed, for whatever reason, um, their, their brain just doesn't accept that topic well. I, I for one, don't ever, <clears throat> don't ever ask me to draw a picture because I can't. I don't know why. I mean, I could talk to you about the history of Europe from 1750 up to 1945, you know, pretty uh, accurately. I can't draw anything more than a stick figure. For whatever reason, my brain does not do art well. Just how God made us. So I, I, I am understanding when somebody doesn't take well to a financial topic because maybe that's just not how their brain works. So I don't want to come off here saying that this person was dumb or stupid or whatever, but it got me to thinking about topics to bring to you, my audience, and I thought, wouldn't it be great to demonstrate how banks make money? It's, it's really in, ingenious, and modern banking uses leverage. And that's what I try to teach my clients, because you can do it on a personal level. Heck, you can borrow against a lot of things. Now, those things should be appreciating assets. But people borrow against their homes. People borrow, you can borrow against your retirement account. I don't recommend it, but you can. You can borrow against your savings account. Again, not always totally recommended, but you could do it. My point is here that it is accessible, if not taught, by the financial institutions. But it is used by the banks. So let's take an example. Now, remember, every single dollar that a bank has from you can be loaned out 8 to 18 times. That means you put $1 in with the bank, they can loan out up to $8. If they're conservative, up to 18 if they're really aggressive, although most banks don't uh, lend that much out. Uh, per dollar. So let's suppose you have $10,000 in a bank account earning, I don't know, 1%. That seems uh, maybe a little high. Uh, 
I, I kid, I'm sure there are bank uh, savings accounts that um, might give you a little bit more than that, but it's not too much more. Either way, the bank can then turn around and loan that same $10,000 out at 6%. How much does the bank make on that? If you said 5%, you're wrong. The bank makes 500%. That's right, the bank makes a 500% rate of return on your money. And the bank will always win because there will never come a day when the bank pays you more interest than the interest they are loaning out. So the bank always wins. Now for those who look at what I just said and they're gonna say, ah, but six minus one is five, that's 5% rate of return, you know, <laughs> where did you go to math school? But the math is actually pretty simple. So the bank can charge $600, which is 6% in our example, to lend the money out, yet they only pay you 100 bucks, or 1% in our example, and that gives them a net profit of $500. So imagine buying a computer for 100 bucks on Monday, and then tomorrow you turn around and sell that same computer for 600 bucks. You didn't make five bucks, you made 500. That's a 500% rate of return. Simple math, right? But I mean, this is how the banking system works and this is usually the typical example I give to show people how powerful leveraging can be and why there are plenty of hard money lenders out in real estate and, and whatever uh, because they follow the same principle. I mean, the bank essentially has a debt in the form of interest rate that they pay you, but what they end up doing is that they essentially pay us pennies and then lend out dimes. That you can then take our simple example here and multiply that by every construction loan, every skyscraper, every car loan, every, anything you can think of, consumer or commercial. And you realize why they got skyscrapers and we don't. Now, again, I'm not alleging some sort of grand conspiracy. I'm not saying it's all this banking family's fault. And, the, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not your Alex Jones type. But in this small illustration, I think we can see just how banks make money and how powerful leverage can be. I'll see you on Thursday for another personal finance tip.